Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Glee. Aggressive. Is excited to partner with Nettles and Paint. Looking for a unique gift or piece to add to your home? Nettles and Paint specializes in handmade home decor and divination tools. From posters to custom pieces, Nettles and Paint has everything for everyday spooky babes. They're also the exclusive home of the popular indie tarot deck, the RJC Tarot, featuring original digital collage in honor of the artist's college best friend. And now, Nettles and Paint is offering Glee Aggressive fans a special 10% off your first order with the code GLEEK. Visit nettlesandpaint.store to start shopping with code GLEEK. It's a Dappa Devil production, see? everyone and welcome to a very celebratory episode of glee aggressive. aggressive my name is karina stokes my name is ian brodsky and um you know we have uh quite the uh teenage dream episode today do you think there's something like poetic about the fact that we are recording this while the super bowl is actively happening and instead we are both choosing to discuss an episode of tv that aired in 2011 <laughs> probably <laughs> what that is i i could not analyze that um no. i yeah that thank you for that's, reminding me that is like happening fun, as we speak as we record this that's just a fun little fact about us that we're choosing to spend our <laughs> evening not watching the super bowl but instead talking about a decade-old tv show yeah, like, I actively, I didn't say, I won't say I turned down mm-hmm. invitations for Super Bowl parties, but I just kind of, like, didn't respond to, like, oh, what, like, what are people's Super Bowl plans? Not even because I knew that we'd be doing this, but just because I was like, I don't have any. Don't know if I have that energy today, guys. I know I don't. So Yeah, so instead I'm going to spend an hour plus talking about this episode of Glee I watched eight hours ago. And what episode of Glee is it, you might ask? Well, today... We are talking about season two, episode nineteen. Mm-hmm. So, is that is that true or is it twenty? Did I did twenty? I it's twenty. Holy fuck! It's twenty. Good thing yeah. I didn't name my recordings or anything. Uh, season two, episode twenty, which means we have two more left this season. Um, it originally aired May tenth, two thousand eleven. This is prom queen. Yes. Pointly timed. Po- yeah, I was gonna say points to Glee for like so you can see that Glee is sort of in sync with the school season, which makes sense. Right. Which is why yeah, we are out of... of sync, because we are not doing this with the school season. Right. Uh, they did what most TV shows do and kind of line up their episodes with the events of the year. Yeah. If, you're, if your show takes place during school, you're like, they don't have summer. Like, you don't have summer episodes. Right. Of Glee. What would they do? Right. Do they, do they never do, like, a summer episode of Glee? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, like, I, that would make sense because, again, it is about yeah. school, but I'm thinking, like, well, once Rachel Berry graduates high school, then, like... Oh, you just wait. Be... You just wait until Rachel Berry graduates I know. I, I just cursed us. I just cursed us a little bit more. Well, let's let's start this off possibly in dangerous territory. Ian, let's talk about prom. Oh, Jesus, fuck. Okay, yeah, let's talk about prom. Because I feel like we need to have an honest representation of ourselves as hosts in discussing this episode yes. about prom. 
Oh my god, I cannot wait to talk to about prom with you. Did you have a junior prom at your school? Yes, I did. Did you? Did you? No, no. Prom was the one oh. thing. It was a senior-only okay. event. You could only go to prom if you were a senior or if you were the date of a senior. It was okay. for no one else. Okay. We had a junior and a senior prom. The junior prom was like a semi-formal. Mm-hmm. Senior prom was more formal. Um, when you go all I'm out. I remember. Yeah, and I... I and, like, I, I don't remember where these took place, but they might have taken place in the same ballroom, which, like, kind of undercuts. Right. But anyway. Did you attend um, your junior prom? Yes, I did. Um, and my date to that prom is only funny to the people who know the story about me. Mm-hmm. But my, my date to junior prom was the girl that down the road tried to save me for Jesus. Nice. You know? Yes. We all have one. <laughs> do we though no but your experience it's probably kind of universal even if it's not exactly universal sure but yes i did go to my junior prom that was the fun one. Oh, was your senior yes. prom less less ideal um yes and like and like i say this now i don't know if she listens but my prom date my senior year is still one of my dearest friends mm-hmm. she's a friggin delightful human being um and, like, my senior prom experience has nothing to do with her and everything to do with the fact that I was having a falling out with my friends, mm. the, the DJ sucked, yeah. and I had, I definitely had bronchitis and or laryngitis during it. That's a bad recipe for a senior prom. Yeah, there was nothing good about it. Also, like, for some reason, like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not a big guy now, but even then I was like a slender dude and my tux just made me look like a big fat Italian opera singer. <laughs> oh, what a visual. Yes. And like, and my date wore a pink dress. So like I had this like black and pink tux. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, so it was like a look. It, yeah. You were going, there was a full look to it. Right. Did they feed um, you at your prom? Yes, I don't remember what, but I know but, we had. But like you, it wasn't like you went out to dinner beforehand. You had di- food at prom. No, I guess you could kind of equate it to like a wedding. Yes, like, it was the same like pomp and circumstance of a wedding without um without without like a without a, a, a guests of honor without a, a unification of two people exactly. <laughs> for the rest of their lives. Also, um, and I'm sorry if I'm jumping ahead of your questions no. here, but. We did not have junior or senior prom king or queen. We did not either. No. We had one homecoming king, queen, prince, and princess of each year. So, like, upper class, junior, senior had homecoming king and queen, and sophomores, freshmen had uh, homecoming prince and princess. Um, But that was really it, and that was only one year. Right. Yeah, we also did not have that at all. And if we did, I don't remember it, so... Clearly, it wasn't a core memory for me of right. watching them. Prom. What about your prom experience? Your turn. Okay. So, like I said, only senior prom. So, it's like, it's yes. a big deal. Especially because my high school did not do a lot of, like, we had technically a homecoming, but it wasn't an event people went to. It was, like, very lame. Um, So, prom is basically the only kind of, like, dance event that anyone put any stock into. Um, my prom experience now, this many years later, is, like, objectively funny, um, was not experiencing it. I would, I had what you might have called a bad prom experience. Oh, no. 
No, no, it's very funny now because it's like such it, it's such exact teenage drama that you're like, it's like I took it from an episode of Degrassi, right? Wow. Like, first of all, I, I, I bought a dress and then I got, was too self-conscious to wear it because it was too dramatic. So like day of, I end up last minute borrowing uh, a dress that was actually the dress of my best friend's older sister, what, so what she wore. So, like, day of, I basically get a new dress that I'm not even, like, keeping. I just have to hope it, like, works. Also, my friend was like, I'm not going to make a hair appointment. And then she decides last minute she wants to get her hair done. So we spend most of prom morning driving around looking for somewhere that can get her in last minute to get her hair done. Sure. Which is all dumb. Um, We had, like, a giant limo. We had, like, for whatever reason, we paired up with a bunch of, like, essentially, like, what I would call, like, third-tier friends. Okay. Like, you know how you've got... People who you know that you could sit with in class or at lunch, they're not really, you're never right. going to hang out outside of school, but for something like this, when you're like, the more people we fit into this limo, the cheaper it will be. The cheaper it is. Yep. So, like, we did the whole thing. Um, we both had dates. We both, like, very bravely asked our dates to prom. Like, I asked a boy. Aww. Yeah, I know. Um, Go to prom, we eat the dinner, and then the drama comes from the fact that my prom date had was the ex of one of my like our ex friends right a girl we had hung like used to be friends with like maybe sophomore year had a total like falling out with didn't really hang out with anymore and so he spent like most of prom if i remember like after the like like transportation and eating part with her and i was like devastated Oh no! Oh my God! I spent I spent a non-zero amount of time crying in the bathroom. There was a couch in the Aww. bathroom. Uh, good. So like and like, th- there's no better place to be than like devastated in a girl's bathroom at prom because like every other girl in there is like on your side. It's like being with a drunk girl, except I don't know how drunk anyone was. Probably a little. They were probably cooler than me. Sure. Um. But it was, like, it's so dramatic. And, like, I had a good time besides that. I think I hung out with my friends. Like, only one of my friends was actively seeing someone, so everyone else was there with sort of, like, weird dates. So there wasn't a big, like... It wasn't like I was the only one of my friends who was, like, boyless to this. Like, had plenty of time to, like, hang out with girls. We had a good time. And then, like, we had to take the limo home because the limo had been at my friend's house so everyone was going mm. back there and i remember just being in the limo like across from my date and we weren't speaking because like it had Ooh. been weird and like very strange uh and this is <laughs> this part's so dramatic and then like we didn't go to any after parties or anything because i was sad and also we were lame so like yes right. part of it's like teenage emotions but part of it's just that we didn't run in a crowd that got invited to after parties and I, I just remember... Think, I don't think we did either. Like, sitting on her bedroom floor in our pajamas, and we're, like, like listening to the scripts break even. And yep. it was just, like... 2010. The dramatics of it all. Here's the thing. I looked good, though. I looked, I looked good as hell. My hair was, like, done yeah. up. I looked great in the dress. I was, like... I can look back at my prom pictures and be, like, objectively, this was a, a great time. You had... What a prom experience you had. Because now I can look back and I have, like, the most teenage dramatic story of all time. Amazing. So, 
I guess we should talk about the Glee prom episode. Yes. Um. So we start off with this recap. It is all like, it's all just like who's in the running for prom right. queen and king. It's your coupling recap yep. um, and confirmation actually that our Titney is no more. It's broken this up is, fully. Yes. It was sort of implied last episode. Now it's official. Confirmed. Official. Um. We open on Jacob Ben Israel. Do you find this foreboding? Um, <laughs> I just great question. I saw him and I was like, "Oh no, this is probably not um, going to go the like start the way we want it to." I don't know. Um, I I think I don't. I think I don't have an answer because I immediately realized all of this for Junior Prom. That's I thought about that so much during this episode. I'm like. Like, we're skipping ahead a little bit, but at one point, Quinn is like, you only get one shot at junior prom. Thank you. I'm like, technically, yeah, but if it doesn't go well, you've got another one next year. You've got year, senior prom. Which is arguably the yeah. bigger deal. Like, uh, you'll be fine. Absolutely. And also, Quinn, you're going to rush a sorority. We all know it. You'll have plenty more chances to go to formals. Oh, yeah. Oh, she will be... A, you'll have... Yeah. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I'm sorry if you don't um, win junior prom, Queen. Right. Like, it's... For what, for, guys? For um, what? Yeah. And a weird inciting incident of uh, ba- Jacob and Israel essentially being like, so what do you do, like, wh- like how do you function with La- uh, with Lauren keeping your balls in her trophy case? Right. And, like, weird inciting incident of just calling Puck whipped, but funny repartee in that, like, he threatens Jacob and Israel, and the response is, it's cool, I've been beaten by a girl before. Yes. Which so Puck is now sad quick. and emasculated. Yes, and and next week the front runner Quinn is being interviewed. Hubba hubba. I any interview Gross, that ends but... with hubba hubba should be immediately taken off any air. <laughs> I agree. We don't need anything where the final note is hubba hubba, unless we're talking about the gum. Oh yeah, way to throw that back. I yeah. just thought of that, and even then, <laughs> we don't really need that anymore. It's not a great name for a gum either. Um, uh, it might have been hubba bubba. Yes. That, yes, 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 yes. Not yes. a ton better, but makes a, a little more sense. A step better. Yeah. Um, we cut to Figgins with uh, Sue and Will in his uh, office. Yes. Um, apparently, uh, apparently Will is positively horny with grief that he yes. will be leaving McKinley to go to Broadway, which is vile and hilarious. That is what Sue says when she's trying to convince that she thinks that's what the announcement is. Um, yes. And she gives him a goodbye present of a spray bottle of, I can't believe it's not butter, to keep for his <laughs> hair. hair butter. Yes. Oh, my God. So funny. Um, Junior Prom is in one week, though, and the band canceled, the which was his favorite band. Air Supply. Um, his favorite band is Air Supply. And Do you know what that means? Yes. Um, I just went to Spotify so I could confirm that I know any Air Supply songs. Um... And, oh, God, someone's going to be like, Karina, why were you listening to this? Yeah, you know the song, I'm All Out of Love? That's them? That's Air Supply. So you can understand the kind oh. of genre. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, oh, it's okay. it's exactly that. And I, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not going to do any research, so don't come for me, Air Supply fans. Every song's probably <laughs> like that. Just because I'm thinking back to the train thing, now I'm like, what are air supply stands called? I don't know. Inhalers? Airheads? Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) They have four million monthly listeners on Spotify. It's probably all that one song. Also, okay, well, first of all, 
Um, they're Australian. And second of all, they're on tour. Doing what? I'm all out of love for an hour? I, maybe. Mostly, they're- This is on, this is unnecessary shade towards air supply, I'm sorry. They're playing a lot of shows in Hawaii, like- Good for them. 9th, March 9th, 10th, 12th, 13th, and 14th. They're playing a set of shows. So if you're in Honolulu. That's practically a sit-down run. And you love Air Supply. If you're in Miami, Uh, you can catch them on the 19th. At the Rockin' Romance Cruise. Wow. Oh, my God. In October, October, (laughs) it is Air Supply with Michael Bolton. So this is just yacht rock. On it is tour, yacht it? rock for sure. It's yacht rock like on ten. So oh my god, well known uh, well, band Air Supply canceled on this high school glee club. <laughs> oh, this high school. So prom. so Figgins' second favorite band is going to play the show, and what is that? You might ask. It's, it's literally his own high school's glee club. Yeah. <laughs> So he has bad taste. Yes. Um, I will say content. Okay, there were this episode had some great continuity points. Yes. So like this this episode is going to get a lot of plus ones in my book. Good. Um, because continuity um, and other reasons. But we do mention that nationals is in three weeks, and yep. we have a lot of rehearsals and taffy to sell. Yes. I will Wonderful. take a point away for Will only being concerned about nationals now. Like you've had several weeks to be preparing. So, okay. what were you doing last we'll a- week, Will? What were they doing last week? Rumors. I don't even remember. They were doing rumors. rumors. Okay. All right. They were too busy learning Fleetwood Mac. Yes. Um, okay, so one out of two points there. Yes. The Glee, the Glee Club is going to get $400 to perform. So, cool. this does imply that Figgins was going to play well-known band Air Supply $400, $400. to perform at a prom, which doesn't check out. So, maybe that's why they canceled. Not. They saw the billing statement and they were like, never mind. It's like, we're not traveling to Ohio for $400. <laughs> um, so Sue's going to be there to keep an eye on the punch bowl because every year she brings her punch and every year it gets spiked. Yes. And the punch bowl is special because it's the punch bowl her Grandma grandmother drowned in. Which is terrible, but also really funny. I think this was a good episode for the amount of Sue that it had. It didn't yes. try to give us too much Sue. It didn't try to give any her any particular plot. She was just there to be like a little Chaotic. yeah, a little villainous, and I was fine with that. Also, almost no will in this episode. Almost no will, which but made it better. Fine. Which made the it perfect better. amount of Sue, and I would say like all like all hits with Sue. Some yeah. problematic stuff, but like Mostly, all like just she like was playing the hits. Yeah. Yes. Um. I do appreciate that she was like, in this case, I have a list in my Spanx at all time of the worst Glee yes. songs. Great fan service. And, of course, one of them is Run, Joey, Run. Yep. You should apologize to America about that one. Followed by the uh, Crazy in Love hair mashup, yes. which I disagree, but okay. <laughs> that one got a lot of... Ne- Both of those are negative feedback. Certainly, the hair yes. mashup got a lot of negative feedback with the world at large, so understandably. Right. Do you think... Do you think if you were attending your junior prom and had been, like, planning on it and suddenly re- you were told you had to work it, like, as a gig, would that please you or make you annoyed? Annoyed. That's what I figured. Like, there's probably a subsect of theater kid that's, like, happy for any chance to perform and, like, wants the spotlight more than they want to fully just enjoy their prom. But I can't imagine 
that's the majority. Yeah, because that's not even like you're doing a like a show, like a, a like a, produ- a no. theater production. You're just fully there to be the entertainment, and no one's going to appreciate the high school theater troupe. No, trying their best to sing Gaga, but it's just sounding like no. Can't read my, can't oh, read God. my. I didn't even like, have to bad. live through it, and I just had flashbacks. Like, right. Yes. So we cut yes. to the choir room and it's the girls talking about dress times uh lauren lauren drops a store name that i hadn't heard in forever which is filene's basement Basement. (laughs) yeah i was like hello i haven't thought of a filene's basement in ages i know you know like one of the writers was sitting there like as they were like pretending to write the script and went Remember Filene? I mean, and Ryan Murphy was like, put it in the show. I'm guessing that it was, like, it still existed back then. Or else yeah. they wouldn't have brought it up. It wasn't like. Right. God, poor Filene's Basement. 2011 was the last year that a Filene's Basement oh, was. Oh, wow. So this is like. So she was maybe getting. This is like swan song. Yes. Yeah. The final, the final Filene's Basement ripped to Filene's. <laughs> Off the rack, yeah. I actually awarded a point here on my like the bar is low scale which is that lauren walks in complaining that she a larger woman cannot find a dress that is suitable for her and she's walking and talking with Brittany and santana and there's no like disparaging her about fat jokes like they're all just like they're she's like i'm gonna have to make my own dress like as a comment and they're like no no you can't do that you deserve like everyone should this is your junior prom. You need, and you're up for the, like, you need to find and a good dress. Queen, yeah. So, like, they're not exactly offering any helpful solutions, but they aren't being like, well, maybe you shouldn't be fat. So, yeah. The bar was right. low, and but they were having a perfectly respectful conversation true. about it. And, like, one more point again for them all hanging out together yeah. later with Kurt and then, like, yes. doing actual, like, constructive, like, yeah, that dress doesn't work for you. It's not you. It's the color. Try a name. Yeah, I mean, I will like, say having Kurt be the one to do that is like the fashion your, gay. Your fashion that's gay, like, which yeah. you're like, okay, okay, okay. You you took, <laughs> you picked the low hanging fruit. No pun intended. I apologize. Now <gasps> I did not realize what I was saying as I mid sentence. You mouth. realized what avenue like, you were like, going oh, down. Oh no! Um, but okay, so. We have, like, the quintessential teenage drama plot where it turns out nobody asked Mercedes. Right. I mean, um, I went into this expecting a someone doesn't have a date plot. Like, I just didn't right. remember who it was going to be. And just as Will literally takes a chair and sits backwards in it. Oh, my God. He's explaining this is the gig that they're saddled with. Everyone is going to get some time on stage, but then gets plenty of time to dance with their date which sends Mercedes out the door, followed by Rachel. Right. And we get this, like, this really, I like, thank God, okay, like, we got a Mercedes plot. Yes. Awesome. And I think we got the right kind of Mercedes plot where she admits, like, okay, like, even I'm vulnerable. Right. I act like this independent woman, but, like, I just want, like, one time, I want to be Cinderella. Right, she was looking for the prom experience. Yeah, which, awesome. Yeah. Like, totally valid. Um... Rachel Berry gives the um, proposal of, okay, like, what if we go, like, what if, like, we get friends together, yep. essentially? Like, or maybe she doesn't explain the, she doesn't, oh, she doesn't yeah, explain she just says the she plan, has a plan here. Um, she just says she has a plan. But, like, this was kind of like, oh, this is going to be, like, a teenage drama special that, like, we mm-hmm. love to see. Yes. 
And it was, and I was really yeah. happy about that. Um, um, Brittany explains that she, like, there after she, like, Mercedes leaves the choir room and emotions, Brittany's like, well, I don't have a date. I'm just going to dance with all your dates and steal all your dates. Then and, they're going to be my dates, and, yeah. And I'm like, that's um, fun. She's she's having, yeah. she's just here to be like, promise a time for me to, a time for me to dance, and I'm just going to have a kick-ass time. And someone yeah. else also mentioned that she wasn't going with a date, but I don't remember who. Oh, um, Rachel, I think. Must Rachel didn't have right, a date. Right, Rachel also didn't have a date. And, yeah. Uh, but she's with the Mercedes plant, yes. Right. This, um, this is where my note was like, all this for junior prom. For junior prom, yeah. Ugh. Man, like, I remember asking a friend, like, hey, want to go to junior prom with me? And she was like, we're all going as a group. Right. And I was like... Yeah, because it's okay. fucking junior prom. It's fine. Right. Um, so also like when will is like yeah we're gonna be the entertainment and rachel says let's do run, do run joey run. run yeah that was a cute that was a cute that was a yeah that was a cute bit um we then cut to i guess it's breadsticks it's the only restaurant yes. in town that we know of so big big pause here this is okay. this is kurt asking his boyfriend to go to his high school's prom with him yes he calls him to his face Blaine Warbler. <laughs> he holds both of his hands in his hands and says to his face, Blaine Warbler. You're right. So, I, obviously, I'm pretty sure in this part of where we are in Glee, they just haven't given Blaine a last name. Right? He does have one. Yeah. We know. I know Anderson? it. Yes. You know it. Blaine Anderson okay. is his name. I guess at this point, they hadn't chosen that. Like, Earlier in, in the drunk episode, Rachel calls him Blaine Warbler when she's drunk, which makes sense because yes. she's drunk and she doesn't know him very well. So she'd be like, this right. is Blaine from the Warblers, Blaine Warbler. But Kurt doing right. it either means that Glee is trying to convince us that Blaine of the Warblers happens to have the same last name or that Kurt, his boyfriend, doesn't know his last name. And right. both of those are dumb as fuck. They should have just dumb as fuck. They should have just said Blaine. Like if they're not Blaine. ready to give him a last name, yeah. what the fuck are you doing, Glee? Or like, or like, um, uh, or uh, Chris Colfer said it in like one take to be funny, and, and then they, they forgot that they it. used that. It makes absolutely yeah. no sense. It's the dumbest thing that happens this episode to me, and that's saying something. Ooh, um, and then we get another like serious yes. moment where like Blaine is like. Um, at my last school, I asked the only other gay kid to the dance. Mm -hmm. He said yes, and then we got the shit beat right. out of us. Um, so, but Kurt gives him a choice, and Blaine actually says yes. So we're off and running. We got a gay couple in yes. Ohio going to junior prom. Isn't Hooray. this the plot of a musical? Oh shit! Yeah, isn't it is this absolutely just the, the plot prom of twenty nineteen? The prom, except that one takes place in Indiana. You yes, know, and... you know. Oh my god. Just a, you can imagine in a different world hearing Kurt sing that song that's like Don't Be Gay in Indiana. Oh yeah. Like I Yeah. There's probably I don't remember much of the prom, but I've never I, seen yeah. it. I've only gathered it from TikTok clips, I'll be honest with you. I mean it's worth watching it through on Netflix one time. Doesn't it have James Corden in it? Yes. Mm. It's it's weird. We will do prom cast another time. Yes. But also a Ryan Murphy movie. Is it really? Yeah, he he um 
I guess I don't know if that that's something you purchased the rights for, but he um got yeah he produced that musical for for Netflix. Uh, Netflix movie, yeah, wild, wild. Um, so yes, Blaine agrees to put aside his fears and go to prom with Kurt because they like each right. other a whole lot. We find out that it was Sam's birthday last week, and we never talk about it again. <laughs> we never talk about it again. We don't even know how old he is technically. Nope. Um, then. This is where Rachel brings up that proposition yes. um, for a three-way date, not the gross kind, but um, you borrow a suit from your dad, we get $5 dresses at Goodwill, and the rest we use for eight ninety-nine special at Breadsticks. Yes. Love that. They each get $20 um, to put together a prom look, prom on a budget. The, like, yeah. um, I thought it was very cute. I do think it's like, the only thing that gives me a slight amount of pause, I don't know. No, I guess it's nice. Something, because, like, you know Rachel owned a dress already that would have been suitable for prom. Sure. So there's something about her maybe, like, doing, like, the solidarity of, like, doing it with, this way with Sam and Mercedes, who, or at least for Sam, who we know doesn't, I guess is a nice gesture. As long as, as long as he is taking it as a nice gesture, then we can as well. Right. I thought it was a really cute moment, like, and, like, Sam is in, Yeah, he um, seems genuinely happy. It's like, also like just like what are, we spun the wheel. Rachel was nice today. Yeah, Rachel like, was having a good day, and now that Sam basically has to go quote unquote for work, like this is a good way to do it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's totally. I'm hoping true that too. means they didn't have to pay to go to prom, or and they right. got their money also, back for those who bought tickets. I'm like 58 percent surprised that Will Schuster wasn't just like here. Take one of my combination of pants, suits, and vests, and a tie, and there you go, Sam. No. Will did not, we, we needed no interference of prom from Will. I, I agree with you. I'm just saying I'm surprised that that I know. It was a gift from um, Lee. It was a gift. Um, we got this uh, fashion dry run for the prom dresses. Um, Santana's is perfect yes. because it's a villainous red. It matches her personality. Go with God, Satan. I mean, I mean Santana. That made me laugh so perfect. hard. That line. Perfect. Oh, that's yes. so good. Kurt uses his fashion gay advice to tell Lauren to look for a navy dress because it's fashionable and slimming. Yeah. And then um, he promptly leaves after with yes. Santana. Also, like, did you notice this scene is fully in a kitchen? It's in the school. Like, Is it? Yeah. I thought it was in, like, his kitchen living no, room combo like, kind of thing. in the school because that's the only place these people hang out anymore. They only have the school set available. Maybe it's like that same home at classroom that we're going to get to in a little bit. Um, Ooh, right, 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 right. Uh, um, Santana also mentions to Kurt that she'd like to be protecting him at prom because she wants that sympathy vote for being right. anti-bullying. And this, like, yeah, and this kind of gets her started on being the law and order prom, prom queen, ticket. Yes. Then we cut to puck asking Artie to help him become prom anti-king quote yes unquote. we have our combination out- back of Artie and puck from so many episodes ago that- yes yeah and like because if he actually wins he'll never get a street cred back right. um proposes this plan that like uh he will distract sue while Artie um spikes the punch yes and Artie essentially turns it down because he wants to impress britney and get her yes back. that's his only goal right now and puck gets like a little yes. lightning bolt above his of his head we'll come back to that we will we'll put a pin in that as it were so then we go to a stage set where 
So <laughs> the ghosts are here. The ghosts are here painting a large star. Now here's the thing, Ian. I was watching this episode, minding my own business, writing my notes, and then I see Rachel holding a book of music that says in large letters on it, rolling in the deep. Rolling in the deep. And then here's the thing. That means I immediately knew what was happening. I knew who was about oh, to yeah. like walk through that door. I knew who was okay. coming into this scene, and I was like, yes, I was ready for it. I did think of you when I when uh, it happened. Because this is one that pops, like, if this pops up in my YouTube recommendations, I'm like, I can watch this again. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good I mean, rendition. This was a good rendition. This was a full musical theater production number. So, like, yes, Rachel is like, ghosts, I'm going to sing this song. Please give me feedback. Um, and she sits down, ready to sing Rolling in the Deep. And who should join in on her on her attempt? But But Jonathan Groff, Mr. Jesse St. James himself. He's back, baby. Yes. Um and this had full like sing off energy yes. too, because even so we'll talk about the song in a second, but the dialogue right after it Oh my god, yeah. Had that had that same like Jesse, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, it was so on point. Like, it was. Oh man, it was everything. He looks. He looks so 2011. Like yes. he's wearing. He's wearing a fucking skinny scarf. For God's I, sake. Yep. I knew that's what you're gonna bring yep. up. Um, I came back to see you, Rachel. Basically, he says bullying you was my one great regret. And all for a fourth consecutive championship, not even the first. Right. He would have done it again for a first, but not for a fourth. Um, right. And it's like, I don't love that we set up the kind of um, character game that now Jesse is stupid because, like, he didn't know that he had to actually go to classes. Right. And I guess they've kind of hinted at that in, like, the Carmel thing where show choir was the only thing these kids did. Like, they... Sure. But it did not. But I feel like you could have gotten away with it without, like, bringing that. Ho- without, like, justifying just that idiot. point. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, first of all, before we talk about their re- reunification, that's not the right. Reunion yes. is the word I was trying to say, but okay. Um, how do you feel about their duet? Their rendition or the song in general? Both. Um, like the song. Yeah. It definitely saturated. 20, yeah, it 10, was. It was a song we were all listening to. But solid song. They did a great. This was a great rendition of it. I actually really loved um, the Ghost AV Club yes. doing the acapella backups. That was pretty. Tight, yes, I, I was like good backup from the set painters, who I guess are the AV Club, which is kind of confusing why they are also painting a set. Because right, right. I guess that falls under visual. Um, it's just That's the V. It's just such an entrance to show up from the back of the theater and walk in like fully duetting the girl you broke up with yes and it was a full like they had stakes they had action choices they had like they like their entire number was just full spring awakening both in and out of character those were two actors acting right like not only was it leah michelle and jonathan groff like acting that was rachel berry and jesse st james fully being like we're having this moment of dramatic reconciliation and we are living one better not only was it those two it was also melchior and venla yes like seeing each other that was them reincarnated in from their past lives singing adele together 
Yeah. Oh, man. Duncan Sheik would be proud. Yes. He does ha- say the unfortunate line about how he flunked out because he assumed that the school, because he was majoring in show choir, he assumed the school would get some Asian kid to take math, English, and scientific for me. Uh, minus one point. Something specifically about him not saying science, but scientific was just, like, the extra little, like, cherry yes. on top of that dumb, co- like, coffin. That's where I was like, oh, he's dumb now. Got right. it. Right, he's not just, like, privileged. He's also dumb. It's like, we already have a dumb boy in Finn. Yes. And that works already. We don't need to reinvent a different, the singing A different here. flavor of dumb boy. Right. Um... And then he does ask her to prom. Yes, he's here specifically to make amends and take her to prom. Okay. Fine. But Finn asks Rachel about this oh, in the hallway. He is not With pleased. Jacob and Israel trailing them. Yes. And I don't know, like, I get it. I, like, I didn't feel like they needed this moment where Finn was like, yeah, we're not dating, but I still care about you. And then she has to respond with, like, I still die on the inside every day thinking about Very you. Very dramatic. And then, like... So Finn is clearly jealous, which he has no right to be because he is... Right. And then he, like, does this thing I really didn't like where he sort of unloads on Rachel, like, the kind of qualms he has with Finn, uh, with Quinn, where she's, yeah. like... Where he's, like, I just... I don't even want to do this. She's making me, like, campaign so hard, and I don't, like... I'm going to mess it up, and she's going to be mad at me. And, like, that's not... And it's not the first time he's done this, like, sort of unloaded on Rachel things he doesn't right. like about Quinn, which is very inappropriate to do, especially to your ex-girlfriend, who you know was kind of hung up on you for a while. Yeah! And then, like, Rachel is, like, offers him advice, like, get this kind of wrist corsage, you'll, like, this will make sure. her happy, and th- that's it, basically. But it's it's just bad moves from Finn. Finn is... Yeah, that could have been a Kurt. That could have been a Kurt Finn plotline where they like become closer brothers or something. I mean, Finn's plotline in this episode—it's very clear that you're supposed to see the trajectory. Yes, and it's and it yes, succeeds course, in doing of that of showing setting up that Finn is not quite over Rachel and the consequences right. that will follow. But it just. But we'll get to that. Yes, but just because we know where it's going narratively doesn't mean it's like doesn't make, doesn't make, it, make right. it right. Exactly, that's it. Um, cut to, all right, Lady Lips, teen gay, you may now proceed to the next checkpoint oh without fear of violence. And, and Kurt is like, is this, what the do fuck? We, must we, must we be <laughs> doing this? <laughs> right. And Santana has to because she's the law and order right. candidate. That's how she's going to get her votes. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> cut to home ec. We finally have another teacher in this godforsaken and building. And this teacher is frustrated because they can't apparently move on because Brittany won't crack an egg because she doesn't right. understand the difference between an egg with a baby chick in it and an egg without the baby chick. Tina makes it right. not helpful at all by saying they're the same, which they aren't, so... Which they're not. But then again, Ohio. Anyway, um... Also, as speaking of which, as we're recording this, there is an Ohio team playing in the Super Bowl. No shit, that's where they're from. Yeah, Bengals. I could yeah. only figure out where the Rams were from. I didn't. I never bothered to look up where the Bengals were. I spent so much time this week just watching people go back and forth, and I'm like, you realize half of you are defending Ohio, right? Is that really what you want? That being said, this is, these are the choices. Much like Glee, they're the underdog stories. So. Touche. Ohio produces underdogs. Uh, I Ohio. need a shower now. Ohio, the underdog state. <laughs> oh, God. 
enter Artie wanting to win her back and with a promposal of isn't she lovely. So my first beef comes with the fact that Artie comes in saying, I was a really big jerk. I want to apologize. And I'm here to hope you'll take me back. But at no point do the words I'm sorry come out of his mouth. He just starts singing. Yes. So I'm like, you're doing a bad job so far. Um, He comes in with a promposal, though, uh, singing Isn't She Lovely. As Mercedes points out, this is a song about a baby. Yes. (laughs) So it's a weird choice. A plus Mercedes point. Yes, very weird choice of all the songs you could have picked. It's like you only listened to the words, isn't she lovely, and then didn't really listen to any of the rest of them, because it's very clearly right. about a baby. But Yes. Um, do you want to hear a fun fact? I do. You're not really going to enjoy it, but the fun fact is that this song, Isn't She Lovely, uh, was Harry Styles' audition song for The X Factor. <laughs> you can watch it on YouTube now if you want. Um, maybe later. But thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> it was also very recently never, his birthday, so. Or it's about you to You are be never his not on brand. So, Artie does this song. Everyone comes in, Puck and Sam are playing guitars, Finn's doing yeah. his wrench drumming around the tables. Yes. It's cute. Yes. Like, everyone gets into it's it. A, it's a good song, even if it's a weird choice. I will say, it, it, exactly. And I will say, overall in this episode, a plus points for originality yeah. on the arrangements of these mm-hmm. songs because they could have done just a cover of the song that we all know and love right but they got creative with yes. it and i appreciate that i will also say in terms of like promposals while i would have hated for this to happen to me this is absolutely the kind of thing i would have loved to have witnessed like to have been in the yeah. classroom while this is happening to someone else it's just the right amount of audacious that i would have been like Ooh, guess what I got to see in home ec class today. <laughs> right. Um, but Brittany is still not going with her. Right. Um, and like she says, she wants to work on herself and dance right. with other people's dates. She's still not um, over his stupid comment. So right. he's not entirely forgiven. And I will say to Artie's credit, he does at this point actually apologize. He does say the words, I'm sorry. Yes. And also generally takes her rejection, like, at least to her face, pretty maturely. He's like, I understand. I want you to know that I'm very sorry. Thank you for your time. And, like, goes. (laughs) He doesn't, um, like, draw it out and is like, how, what do you mean you can't accept me? Whatever. And, of course, because he has nothing to live for now, he is in for spiking the punch. Yeah, uh, a bit dramatic to say you have nothing else to live for, but okay. Right. It's high school. Well, uh, it's high school. Um, um, we have one quick line that will uh, we go to the Hummel, um, Hummel Hudson household. Oh, I love yes. that. Yes, and we have a quick line that will justify Blaine singing at prom, <laughs> which is that Blaine mentions offhand, "Should it be cool if I jam with you guys at prom?" And I'm like, "Ah, okay, this yes. is so no one complains later when Darren Chris gets a solo later. Cool. Yes, fine with yes, it. Yes, 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 yes. You're right. Um." um Enter Kurt wearing a skirt. Well, hold on. Not quite. Because there's, like... I mean, that is what happens next. But I do want to just point out, like, the nice little bit of details. We've got Finn and Blaine watching sports together. Bert comes in and is like, nice to see you guys. Got you some great deals on suit rentals. There's just this nice dynamic of Bert being, like, not weird at all around his son's boyfriend. Who... Yeah. And I just... It's really great. Appreciated him, like, doing solid dad stuff. And then Kurt comes out wearing a skirt. Well, no. 
group. Kurt comes out wearing a kilt. It's clearly a kilt, and it's frankly yes. a bomb ass look. He looks great. Yo, he looks awesome. Like, I I've seen many a straight man pull off the same look. Yes, and Kurt and looks like it looks great. Really good. And I love. I also love. Finn's reaction, which is like, hell yeah, yes. dude's like a gay brave heart. And you're like, that was so funny. I love that. Finn Hudson brother. ally. Yeah. yeah. But um, all is but. not well because Bert is like, hey, buddy, I think you're looking for trouble. Um, which we don't love a victim blaming moment where you're like, you're asking right. for it with that outfit. Right. But I think to Blaine's credit on that, and like, he's also sort of against it, but like, we all know he has his reasons. Right. And it is, like, the bottom line is that they are looking to protect him and right. keep him safe and not be, not make himself a target in Bert's a way. coming at it from, like, a, I'm worried about your safety and I don't, I think you are sometimes pushing the envelope a little too much. And Blaine's comes from, right. like, a place of trauma, literally. So it's right. understandable but he stands his ground kurt says no he's going to look fantastic he put a lot of work into this good for and him And he's gonna do it it's honestly not even the most ostentatious thing he's worn so oh, i mean like when you think about like the whole harry styles of it all from the past couple years and like billy porter and, and yeah like, in the past all couple of these years, men kurt, kurt kurt hummel walked in this outfit so harry styles could run and that's not even really in true. a tutu yeah because, like, right. if you want, speaking of, like, hold on. Are you Googling Harry Styles in a dress? No. I'm telling you what Harry Styles was wearing in 2011 because okay. it was not, it, it, we are, well, he is he was not in, the same. He was in a fully manufactured boy band then, right? Like, yes. of course he's not going to wear a dress. Here's, here's like a classic 2011 Harry Styles. You've got a blazer. You've got your baggy pants. He's where I guarantee he's wearing gigantic sneakers. It's big warbler's energy. Oh look, here's a picture of him singing "Isn't She Lovely" on the X Factor. Look at his tiny scarf. Bruh. This look at look at look at what he's gonna become. I... Look at this tiny boy, and know what he's going to be coming in. Have you been just waiting for an episode for an excuse to show me all of this? No, I actually didn't plan to do this at all. But you gave with the opportunity. We, Look at him. Oh my Look at fucking that puffy god! Vest. Is that that looks like a different One Direction boy? It's not. That's Harry. Cut to Kurt and Karofsky in the hallway. Yeah. Um, Karofsky is um is escorting Kurt to his next class, and Kurt essentially brings up this fact that like, have you noticed like no one's harassing me? Maybe it's because no one really cares. Part of me was like, I got a little cynical during this point. I'm like, well, also Kurt, maybe no one's harassing you because you're biggest bully. Uh, is being blackmailed into not bullying you. So that might be one factor because a lot of sure. his bullying was coming specifically from Karofsky. From that one dude, But yeah. then it got really emotional, and so I was like, oh, step back right. from me here. Yeah, I mean, like, I see, he says, like, I see how miserable you are. Like, I used to see the guy mm -hmm. who bullied me, and now I just see your pain. And, like, you don't have to torture yourself, and this is what gets to him, and... We get a what a, appears to be a genuine apology from Karofsky. My only problem with it is that, like, the bell rings in the middle of that conversation. All I could think it was, like, now they're late for class. Right, and Karofsky's gonna have to come in with tear eyes, and that's uncomfortable for everyone. Yeah, yeah right. he, like, fucking, like, fully cries. And you're like, oh, okay. Which, I mean, good for you and the growth of it all. Sure. Like, great, yeah. Um, it doesn't feel totally earned from Karofsky, but I'll take it. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's a very quick redemption arc. It is, arc. but, like, he's not a main character, so how much time were we going to spend with him, I guess? I mean, we did have 90 minutes yeah. just a couple weeks That's ago. That's true. Um, anyway, um, so cut to Quinn looking flawless. Yeah, ring the bell. It's prom night, folks. Jesus. <laughs> is that a quote from something? Nope. It's just I love everyone it. needs to know. Now it's prom time. Um, I love it. Quinn um, looks amazing, but I will say predictable. I would call really? her like predictable. Yeah, like that's a very I that's a very like rich girl prom dress. Okay, I mean you would know better than I would, but I was expecting a pink dress. Mm, fair. I guess in that I guess in that aspect, I was kind of like, oh, like she went with she's a, blonde a, a though, light blue and number. like blonde in the blue is a very like traditional sure. combo. But I do agree with Finn. She is the most beautiful girl I've ever seen in my life. My favorite part of um, that is, like, the, the like, um, trope that your prom date shows up and you're still upstairs so they have to descend, but you are leaving your prom date to make, like, small talk with your parents. So Finn, yeah. Finn's small talk with Quinn's mom is, yep, being in Glee Club, you really learn your way around a cummerbund, which is... Yup. Oh my god. <gasps> Like, perfect parent That's small talk. It's beautiful. Perfect. I, I'm just trying to imagine... I'm just trying to imagine that in the script. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, we need, a, we need a, like, just, like, a little bit more here. Right. What else can you give yeah, us? What about this? Yeah. Cut to breadsticks. Nice little four-way date going on. Yeah. Really fun little time where Mercedes looks incredible yep. as well. Yep. Um, don't love that... We we're doubling down on the Jesse being stupid no. plot point. Do love that Sam is rocking a bolo tie. He asks, he's like, I mean, what do you think? Hey, hell yeah. And I was like, I mean, yeah, I'm a fan. I think, not that I'm going to say bolos are underrated, but like, it's it was a, it was a strong choice that I think worked. I think so. Um, I own a um, bolo tie and I think they should be used more often. I don't think I've ever seen that. I don't wear it in like most like cases it's not an everyday item sure. i own it's a specialty item you know <laughs> exactly for proms and for shit. proms this is like so this is where we like confirm that we are in a recession yes um, jesse so does not know what one is but he is it it is his understanding it, we are currently in one yes which okay terrible terrible character trait but very funny way to go about it um so now's the best time to be to build a business. So Jesse's going to be a consultant for Glee clubs now. Sure, right? honestly, that that's what he says. Yeah, he says he'd be like a dance, dancing show choir consultant. Um, yeah, Mercedes is like, is there even enough show choirs to to like make that a business? But I think like in the two seasons of Glee, we've seen like six, maybe seven bunch, different yeah. show choirs. So it seems like, honestly, maybe there's a market for it in Ohio, depending on how and willing... that's not even including... How far he's willing to drive. That's not even including all the, um... Exactly, yeah. in which in this in this universe... Uh, Doesn't matter. Clearly takes no time at all. Um, but those six or, or so glee clubs don't even consider the number of acapella groups, right. high school, and collegiate. Yeah, he might um, have a solid business model here. Yeah, totally. Um, he does um, say though that he was not even like able to get a job um, as a singing waiter at the Johnny Rockets. We have a quick little standoff between Finn and Jesse. Yeah, which fine uh, sucks for everyone, fine. but I do like Mercedes. Is basically like you're bringing down the vibe. Please leave. We'll yeah. see you at prom. Whatever's exactly. happening here, I'm not here for it. Bye. Exactly. Good for Mercedes. Yes. Cut to said prom with. 
Puck and Sam singing Friday by oh Rebecca my God. Black. So they cut to prom. They don't, they're not singing immediately. There's like some musical intro, right? Where it's just like, and I'm like, okay, this is a song. I'll probably be able to identify it soon. And then I, then I hear Puck say the words like 7am waking up in the morning and out loud yep. to myself, I just go, oh my God, because <laughs> I knew they did this song, but I had fully repressed it as something that I never needed to think about again in my life. And here it is. Oh man. Glee covering Friday. And it's like, they gave this no room to breathe to just from a zeitgeist perspective. Oh my like, God, no. I remember us being in some someone's dorm yeah. room when that came yeah, out. Yeah, I remember listening to it. And us watching it over and over again with our friends being like, is this for real? Yeah. Is this a serious thing? Or is it a really elaborate joke? And the answer um, is yes to both. Yes. Um, turns out it is yes. Um, but... Uh, you gotta assume that was like February, March, twenty eleven, so, and then this came May. out in what May twenty eleven. No time at all. Rebecca Black's Friday came out February tenth of two thousand eleven. So this was like very little this time. Is like a, a harbinger of Glee being like, what if we took things that are essentially memes and worked them into our show? Is this pop yeah. culture? Um. It's just, like, a haunting song, frankly, to have in a, in a show. Absolutely. Like, yes. I understand that it was why it happened, but I'm also like, oof. Oof. Yeah. And then Artie raps in the middle of it, and I'm like, oof! Yo, I do not know how I didn't see that coming. I don't know either, but it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. That all of a sudden Same. it was like, ah! That's, that's the reaction, Although yeah. I do say, love Artie's prom look. Artie went with a full look. red tux. His hair is like gelled up a little bit, so he looks almost yeah. cool. Best male prom look, um, maybe second best, because Mike Chang also looks great in his like coordinated suit with Tina. Of course he does. Of course he does. The bejeweled mics, of course, are here to stay. Yes. Maybe they would have some more money if they weren't spending all their budget on bejeweled you know, mics. Just saying. I was in Big Lots today, just browsing, and you can buy a bejeweled karaoke <laughs> mic there, and I almost did it just for like the joke of owning a bejeweled mic. But then I, I would, it was like $24, which is just a little bit too much for a joke bejeweled mic. A little bit too much, yeah. So I didn't do it, but I do now know where I can acquire one. I was going to say, maybe when the tax return yeah, comes in. Yeah, first purchase, um, bejeweled karaoke mic. <laughs> Zach's going to love mm-hmm. that. Um, but the boys did a great job with doing this with like a straight yeah. face. Like not like playing into any joke. Like they just They gave it their all. They committed. committed. And then we end um, clearly before commercial break. Yeah. With, like, an overhead shot and Britney just going, best prom yes. ever. There's a lot of good so Britney funny. dancing in this. Also, like, the, the boys get, like, a Beatlemania-esque reaction of everyone, like, rushing the stage and reaching out to them while they're singing Rebecca yeah. Black's Friday, which is how you know this show is fiction. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they do commit. Ugh. And then we have to c- pull... Such a 180 here. Okay. So we all knew Rachel was going to get a prom ballad, right? Of course she was. It's Rachel. It's prom. It's ballad. It's everything you expect. But did she have to sing fucking Jar of Hearts? Oh, my God. Could there be a worse song choice for a prom? For a prom. Thank you. This is so not the vibe. Not the vibe. And everyone's just slow dancing as if it's cool. Right. But this is like this is a slow the song. The lyric is literally meant for slow dancing, and this is a song about like a terrible breakup. 
You're gonna catch a cold from the ice inside your soul. Yes. What? And it's like, okay, well, first of all, so obviously this is the plot point that Rachel can sing this to Finn. Whatever. Yes, like that, this clearly served a function where like you kind of go around and you start to see the cracks in everyone's armor. First of all, we cut to Finn and Quinn as like Rachel's staring longingly at them. And there's this shot of like a guy dancing with his date, but he has a very obvious like Bluetooth headset on. Like he's a tiny thing. He's like a little business boy at prom. I'm like, oh my God, I noticed that too. What the fuck? It was just such a prominent shot of him. He's in the foreground where like... Quinn and Finn are in the background. I'm like, who's this little businessman at prom that his calls are so important he couldn't leave his right. Bluetooth set at home? That he has to do some trading at 9.30 right. at night or whatever. In Ohio, at prom. Junior prom! Junior prom. God, that was a great internship, right? clearly. Also, like, Jar of Hearts is a song where the singer is disparaging the person they're singing to, right? Like, yes. Rachel cheated on Finn. And, yeah. Like, and he broke up with her. Like, I guess technically, yeah, he broke up with her, but it was definitely her fault. So she doesn't have a ton of ground to be singing fucking Jar of Hearts at him. Right. At prom. Oh, my fucking God. This was so not warranted. And all I could think was, okay, two things. One, so I saw Christina Perry open for Jason Mraz, um, my senior year of college mm-hmm. with Jenna yeah. Kate. And... There was just a small crowd of us, like, not, like, super loud or anything, but during her set, just going, sing the Jar of Farts song. Do Jar of Farts. That's really what this and is. And then she actually sang it, and we were all like, yeah! Because that's, like, the only because, Christina like, Perry song anyone knows, I'm guessing. That in a thousand years, because Twilight. Oh my god, um, is that also her? Yeah. I do like that song, because of Twilight. It's a good song, but, um... The only nice thing that happens during this is that Mercedes, uh, Sam asked Mercedes to slow dance with yes. him. Yes. So she looks lovely. Super fucking cute. And it didn't have to turn into a whole fatal attraction no. kind of thing. And there's no... For- it was just that they were both going to enjoy the prom experience. It sucks that they had to right. enjoy it to Jar of Hearts, a song that is terrible for prom. But everyone seems to be enjoying it. The other thing that I couldn't stop thinking about was... They should have done Rolling in the Deep here. Yes. And whether it was with Jesse or whether it was with Finn there. Or Finn and wh- Jesse, and then it's like right, a whole like, competing You totally could have had the same theatricality of that first beat here, and it would make probably even more sense. Yeah. And have her sing Jar of Hearts earlier, yep. and Jesse walks in, and it's literally, who do you think you are? Right, and who could she, is she singing it to Jesse? Is she singing it to Finn? You know, whole thing. Exactly. Um, Your idea is much better. It just sucks for Thank everyone so else at prom that they have to be suffering through Rachel Berry's main character moment. Oh my god, absolutely. <laughs> then she gets, like, a tepid response from the crowd, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, that's correct. That's fair. Um, so then Sue actually catches Artie spiking the punch, um... And this is an audio medium, so none of you actually saw me doing air quotes but around spiking the punch. Remember those air quotes. Um, remember those air quotes. She takes him into his office, or into her office, and has, like, a full dental torture kit to right. use on him, which is pretty fucked up. Pretty fucked up. Um, especially because she's like, um, as you know, a teeth cleaning is the most painful thing in the world. And Artie's like, who's your dentist? Yeah. And she goes, Sue Sylvester. Yes. Um, MD. Or, DDS. Um, or D- DDS, yes. That's the dental one. Um, very f- that was a funny plot point. Like, it was a funny... Um, a funny uh, line a, in a weird plot. Yeah, a yeah. funny line in a weird plot. Um, and then he just flat out says, 
um, I just wanted to dance with Brittany. And he goes, you're the worst. Uh, or Sue goes, you're the worst POW ever. Yeah. You just told me what you wanted. John. Or you just told me like exactly the truth what you wanted. Yeah. And then she says, I believe John McCain is rolling in his, uh, rolling in his grave. Oh no. Well, John just McCain. a wee was... bit too early. Yes. Uh, a famous prisoner of war. Well, he might not even have been dead at yes. that point. No, he only he, died in like 2017, yeah. so, 2018. I guess maybe it's Sue Sylvester's fault. Um, right. Oh, God. Um, and then we get Blaine singing with Tina and Brittany. We cut to a number I honestly love. Like, Yo, this is, what is it, what number is this called? So this is called, fittingly, I'm not going to teach your boyfriend how to dance with you. Like, it's a very long title. It's a long title. Um, It's By not whom? a song that, or I'm not, yeah, it is... It is not a song I had heard anywhere outside of Glee, except for once I started listening to the Glee version, it would show up on my Spotify recommendations, um, by a band called, an indie rock band called Black Kids. Yeah, this song was awesome. Yeah, so I discovered, well, discovered in big quotes, because obviously I'd heard it before, having watched right. the series, but, like, this was on, like, my 2021, like, uh, playlist, of, like, of my year. I really like this number. I think I found it because I was listening to one of those trash playlists that's like all Blaine solos on Glee. And I was like, yeah, let's go for it. Um, and this <laughs> is one of them. It's just, it's, it's fun. Great. I think that Tina and Brittany were really fun in it. Blaine's doing a lot of leg, a lot of leg movement yes. with it, but he's clearly having a good time. No, it's like, it's an obscure number. Obviously not a lot of people know this song, but it was very fun. Yeah. And there's something refreshing about him singing a song that's not backed by acapella, yes. and that is backed by a band and, and um, girls. the ladies there. Yeah. Yeah. It was so cool to watch, yeah. and it's hella catchy. Yeah. Like, perfect vibe. We love it, yes. Good number. Good number. Um, not as good on streaming, because it, like, starts kind of jarringly with, like, the girls, like, yell counting. Oh, and it, sure. it's a little bit much, but once it gets into the song, it's good. But it, it does, after you've listened to it a couple of times, you're like, all right, calm down a little. But <laughs> still good. <laughs> sure. Um, we see Lauren actually for the first time in her prom dress, yeah. and she looks amazing. Yes. But And this is where Finn and Jesse start a fight yes. that is 100% just pushing each other back and forth. Finn like, uses this song as an excuse to get up into Jesse's business, and he's fully oh in the wrong here. Like, yeah. it is just Jesse and Rachel doing normal high school dancing yeah, at the normal prom. And so... Rachel ostensibly just kind of like, I'm having a good time with my friend now. Yes, and like, they were came together. It's not unreasonable for them to be dancing together, yeah. which means it is just Finn showing his whole ass and being a jealous brat, essentially. Yes. And it's a bad look which, for everyone. It's a bad look for everyone. Um, and Sue kicks both Jesse and Finn out. Yeah, because they get into a fight on the dance floor, and no one looks yeah. cool or good. And Finn especially has just probably really screwed himself for the next episode. I guess we'll see. Because we, oh, we'll we don't really shortly. see him for the rest of the episode, so. That's right. Yikes. Now it's time to elect prom king and queen or announce the yes. uh, winners of prom king and queen. And so prom king is David Karofsky. Congratulations. And prom queen... Is the drama. By a, is the drama by a write-in vote campaign is Kurt. Kurt Hummel. So my first, my beef comes from this announcement, first of all, should not have even gotten up 
to Figgins, right? Like, clearly, someone had to count the votes and write this, like... So it's not like everyone voted and information magically appeared on an envelope. Some person in charge, who wasn't Sue because she's too busy torturing Artie, had to see all this, realize that there is essentially a bullying campaign happening in their prom queen votes, and should not have counted it. Correct. And even if that person did understand, like, didn't get that it was a cruel joke, Figgins is very acutely aware of this situation, and should not yeah. have said it out loud. <laughs> right. Two adults really failed Kurt in this situation. Yeah. And I don't think... Like, there's no way it should have gotten to Figgins reading that out loud. Right. And, of course, we're splitting hairs because... It's it's Glee, Glee but, but, like, that's just bad schooling. That's bad schooling, yes. Kurt, of course, um, it's, walks yes, out. Yes, it's a montage yeah. of upset for a little bit. Uh, which I loved. I, I really loved liked this. it, too. I loved and, the, like, triple upsetness. Oh, my God, yes. Like, everything about this was awesome to me. We have Kurt kind of processing this whole, like, th- this whole, I thought nobody was saying anything because nobody cared. I thought progress was being made. Um, but no, they were just making fun of me. They were just making fun of us behind my back. Behind my back, yeah. And so um, he's humiliated by this entire experience, yeah. as he rightly should be, because yeah, he he's often said before, like that's not what he's looking to do. He's not here right. to be to be a queen, as it were. Right. We have um, Rachel pursuing Quinn into the bathroom. Yes, and Quinn's um, upset because she didn't win prom queen first of all, and of presumably because her boyfriend just got kicked out of prom for. For not very being blatant, over Rachel. For blatant jealousy. But she yeah. blames, she puts all her blame onto Rachel in this moment, saying, like, right. no one voted for me because they could see that he was still hung up on you. And Rachel's like, what? And then Quinn fucking slaps, slaps her. Rachel, which is a bold move. Wild. Um, but, like, for some reason, I loved it. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. everything about this, I'm for it. Um and then we cut to Santana. I mean, this kind of like broke it for me a wee bit, but um, yeah, Santana's they, they got upset. Back. I guess can, presumably Santana's upset, quote unquote, because her her date, her running mate won and she didn't. But right. I guess it comes down to more like Santana's upset for not like not being true to herself or right. And like that, that would have been fine if they hadn't prefaced it with like, just because I hate everybody doesn't mean they have to hate me. And like, right, and like, okay, what do you yeah. expect? The Santana's um, a bitch plot that like, right, makes her seem it, unself-aware sometimes. And if it had just been like a whole, if it had just been come down to like Britney kind of calling her out, like, yeah, they just know that you're not being yourself, right? Like, also shout out to Britney's tiny hat and for saying, oh my it's god, a stupid crown you could buy in a party store. Yes, um. Love Brittany in the tiny hat for her prom look. Her prom look yes. is very Brittany and it's very fun. Yep. Um, yeah, I guess there could be like, you could maybe infer that there's the the stress of basically having a beard is weighing on Santana and that's sure. this. Not winning with him was like her breaking point of like feeling like she's a fraud. Like mm-hmm. it's one thing to have a beard boyfriend and then win prom and king and queen together. It's another to like be snubbed of that title. Right. And then we kind of get these, like, closing arguments from the three of them, like, Quinn's yeah. going to transfer, Kurt can't stay, and Santana's going to run away to a lesbian colony or Tribeca. Same thing. Um, yes. Right. Um, and then, then, they, we, then they all get talked down by the respective exactly. people who followed them. 
We stand in support of Blaine, really, I We think. do, except I feel like Kurt's switch was a little sudden. Um, yeah. It, I mean, not that it needed to be Blaine saying what Kurt came to the conclusion of, but it just felt a little quick for him to be like, it's a sick joke, I'm humiliated, I'm gonna go back in there and show them that they can't touch me. Right, I guess, yeah, it, I guess, it, it, yeah, it felt a little quick turnaround, but, like, that's kind of been Kurt's whole deal the second half right, of the season yeah. as, is being slightly infallible like i'm kurt sure. i'm a role model kurt the role model is more kurt important model. than kurt the fully fleshed out character kind of at this point sure where he's Which, like, like i totally agree with the sentiment too like i right. could totally see him coming to that conclusion and it just i think for a lot of what's happening here it was more important to show kurt as as a role model for young young queer kids than it is right. for him to be like a fully fleshed out character which is Absolutely. a little sad but he decides he's going to go in and take it and not let their joke get to him right um then we have this really sweet moment between Rachel and Quinn um, i love Rachel saying you know i luckily for you i appreciate the drama of being slapped in the face which is yes. so in character that i was like good for you guys perfect yeah they understood the assignment and then, and then we get a scene that I'm sure inspired a ton of fan fiction. Oh, because absolutely. It's just Rachel being like, Quinn, you're the prettiest girl I know. And, and I'm like, and then someone wrote a fiction where they oh, make yeah. out afterwards. And Quinn like, being like, I'm terrified all the time of the future once all this is over. Um, and... <laughs> Yeah, did you did you get the TikTok I sent you, like, literally after we last recorded, which was Probably. about Leah Michelle, like, the, the theory Oh my of, god, yes, yes, I did. The... Of Leah Michelle and Diana Agron being a couple. Yes. Yeah. Things like this have surrounded Diana Agron for a long time. I've sent you the conspiracy theories about her and Taylor Swift. And Taylor Swift, so. yeah. This, it did feel, I'm like, okay, this is, a uh, this is kind <laughs> this of a lot. Like, it's very, like. This is launched a thousand fanfics. And one of them, as we've seen, there's many. It's very much like let me let me dry your eyes. Yeah, it could have gone a whole different direction, and it would have made a ton of sense. Right, but whatever. Then in Santana's sort of resolution in this, we get Brittany saying, "Go back out there and be there for Kurt." Yes, very um, voice of reason from Brittany, basically being like, "You're not being true to yourself, but whatever." When you're being a little dramatic right now, and whatever right. you're going through is way harder for Kurt right now. So. Right. And even Ch- Brittany saying, like, I voted for you, I believe in you. And this is where I was like, yeah, my theory yes. is correct. Brittany is actually the smartest one in this show. At least emotionally. She might yes. not know all of her facts and figures, but she got emotions down pretty well. Right. So then we get the the resolution of... Of Artie? Uh, yeah. You yes. didn't spike it with alcohol? No. Artie just... wanted to be cool and spike the punch, but he didn't actually want anyone to get wasted, so he just poured lemonade into punch. Which, like, I love it. Delicious. I love it. And it's delicious. Fu- and, and Sue was like, wow, you're so uncool. Go back to your prom, loser. <laughs> right. Right. Which you're I, a terrible torture that. victim. I love that scene. Um, But re-enter Queen Kurt, yes. who looks great in the crowd. The I, crown. Now, I will say, I'm the, I don't buy... That the school had purchased that kind of like you've you've seen TV and been to things like 
prom queen crowns are tiaras that have like combs that sit into your hair. Yes. They're not circles that stand on top. That's a boy crown, not to gender crowns, but. <laughs> and meanwhile, they had what what you have to believe was last year's prom queen there, yes. a la Miss America. Right, with her giant, like, did they go and rush off and find an old second prom king one once they figured out what was happening so kurt didn't have to wear the girl tiara maybe they called called in the av ghost club and were like be like quick work your magic yeah it's already bad enough that we let this happen we can't then put him in the girl crown right um and then it turns out the crowd loves him because he cracked a little joke about eat your heart out kate Kate Middleton. middleton and um i was all you need is confidence all along or whatever yes Yes, the prom queen was within us all along. Sure. Um, but cut to an incredible fucking rendition of Dancing Queen with Mercedes and Santana. Yes. Holy shit. So Kurt is like, well, I'm here. We're going to do the dance, Karowski. And he's like, this is your moment. You need to come out. Which, like, okay, don't. Ca- don't, don't force him. Don't force anyone, Kurt. But Karowski can't do it. So he runs away to the opening chords of Dancing Queen. Um, sure. But, but Blaine comes out to save the day. Do I love Dancing Queen? 100%. Do I love a San Sadie's duet? 100%. Weird song for, like, the traditional, like, king and queen dance. No one yes. slow dances to Dancing Queen. Kurt right. and Blaine are up there slow dancing to the Dancing Queen. No. Right. That they song needed... is a bop. You need to bop. Exactly. They they needed, like, a minute of one slow song. And then that you maybe, transition. Then you get, a, like, a one two yes four yes like i mean good for golden boy blaine yeah and i won't look a gift horse of abba in the mouth really absolutely especially when it's mercedes and santana like fuck yes and then the episode finishes with your your traditional prom montage of everyone dancing having a good time and posing for prom pictures and balloons fall from the sky so you see everyone Brittany agrees to dance with Artie, and they take a prom photo together. You see Mike and very Tina sweet. very briefly in their ensembles, which look great. Yeah. Everyone, um, Quinn takes a prom picture by herself, like a confident woman. Aw. Um, in another world, she takes it with Rachel instead, but we don't have to talk about that one. Um, right. The end, it's prom. There's yeah. balloons, and everyone's clapping. Hooray. Prom was very full for considering we normally see no more than 20 students at any given time in McKinley. That was a very crowded gym. That's, yeah, yeah. But whatever. It's all those extras that had been walking around paying no mind to the screlting in yes. the choir room. Oh, and that was it. That was our first foray into a major high school event, a.k.a. prom. Wow. Yeah. All right, let's talk about tunes. iTunes. Yeah. There's quite a bit. This was a pretty... This is a reasonable amount, I'm going to say, because we yes. had one, two, three, four, five, six, around six songs um, to be enjoyed from this episode. So you have to pick one of these songs to add to your personal music collection. Your choices are Rolling in the Deep, Isn't She Lovely, Friday, Jar of Hearts, I'm Not Going to Teach Your Boyfriend How to Dance with You, or Dancing Queen. This one's a little hard. This yeah. one's a little hard. They and haven't I been think, hard in a while. And I think because we have the same top two. Yeah. But I think... Oh, man. Okay. I'm going to call... 
because I want to be like, no, I'm going to give up like a song from a previous episode and use that money towards this, but I don't you remember. You can't do that. I can't do that. The money so has been spent. I... Okay, so I think I know what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say, in order to balance out the pairing, mm-hmm. I'm going to do the Blaine song. I'm going to choose that one. Interesting. You had an incorrect thought about what I would go with. No! Here's the reasoning. In so, that case, I am going to choose Dancing Queen. I'm going to choose reasonable. Dancing Queen. Here's my reasoning. First of all, I do want to give a special shout out to the Rolling in the Deep, because I do like... A Jesse Rachel duet. I don't really love a Jesse Rachel duet, but I like a Leah Michelle Jonathan Groff duet. Yes, and and this was excellent. It was very good, but a couple points get taken away because part of it is the drama of watching him burst into an auditorium. So I'll watch it on YouTube. I don't need to buy it. Right. The reason I have to go with the Blaine song over ABBA's Dancing Queen is it's one of those cases where I like the original version of Dancing Queen well enough, and if Mm. not that... The Mamma Mia version, and if not that, the A-Teens version. I already have a lot of good There's versions so many options. of da- Dancing Queen, but I'm not particularly interested. I like hearing Blaine sing. Um, I'm not gonna, like that was my introduction to that song. I I feel loyal to it for whatever reason. So no, that's yeah, no, I'll, I, awesome. But like, I kind of forgot Dancing Queen was in this episode until we watched it, and I was like, oh, surprise. Um, I also want to give a special little shout out. This is a pretty good cover of Friday. So if you want to yes. listen to Friday sung very earnestly and not in the weird Rebecca Black way, this is a good way to do it. In a way that oddly kind of works a bit. Yes. This was a, with the exception of Jar of Hearts, frankly, um, I would listen to every other song from this episode pretty regularly and be happy about it. Dang. Like the rolling of the deep. Pretty good. Isn't she lovely? Fun. Friday, yeah. fun. Jar of Hearts, no thanks. No. I'm not going to teach you how to boyfriend how to dance to you. Yes, Dancing Banger. Queen, absolutely. Banger. Some real winners here, and we haven't had yeah. that in a long time. So really, shout out to the music in the Prom Queen episode of Glee. Yes. You can find the show at gleeaggressive, gleeaggressive at gmail.com for your long-form entries. Um, hashtag gleeaggressive. Yes. And um, make sure to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. And Tell a friend, tip the show. Um, Do all of those yeah. things. We'd love it. Let us what know. What should they write in about this yeah, time? Uh, you know, if you want, you can let us in and tell us your prom stories. Hopefully Please. some of you will have some that are less tragic sounding than, I know, than ours. Right? Um, uh, bonus points if you want to send us a picture of your prom dress. I love oh looking God, at prom yes. dresses. Or like um, your group of friends. Like Yes, don't post anything yeah. without permission, but we, of course. We, love, we love a prom dress moment here. Or a tux, if you look like a Pavarotti wannabe as well. Yeah, do whatever you want. Do whatever it's, you want. It's your day. <laughs> it's prom, it's your do day. Do what you want to do. Um, Ian, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at ibroski on Twitter and Instagram, ianjbrodsky.com. And um, yeah, what about you, Karina? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, all under the same handle, which is Epic Adventure of. That's what I forgot was TikTok at iBroads. Anyway. Yes. Um, I wasn't sure if you were blatantly omitting it or... No, I just fully blanked. Um, well, wonderful. Thank you for joining us for this week. You can uh, join us next week when we discuss uh, Season 2, Episode 21. Um, Next episode's entitled Funeral. So... We Uh-oh. went... Emotionally, we've gone from here 
and we're going to here. This is an audio meeting. My hand started high, and now it's going low. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, so which means Ian, I guess both knowing that, and also, does this episode of Glee make you want to watch the next episode of Glee? Yes. This was I a will good say, one. this, this was, was a near-perfect episode. Yeah, this was a good one. Um, But next week is a funeral. So, <laughs> watch out!